Hi everybody, and welcome to Three Sheets of the Mouse. My name is Bill McKim, I'm up here in the control center, and in just a couple of minutes you're going to be out there listening to an adult-themed Disney podcast with content and language that may not be suitable for younger passengers. We're ready. Oh, great, well, Sherry says we're ready, so we'll see you out there on the podcast. Good luck. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And in trust this delicious squared, be free free. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to episode 26 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're five average guys with love for all things Disney. And joining me on this week's show, we have the whole gang back together again. We got the band back together. Jason? What's up, guys? Mikey? I am glad to see all these faces. Adam? What's up, everybody? And Tim? Martha Stewart says hi. We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, pour me something tall and strong, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. Uh, Jason? How you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic, and I'm excited that Tim and Adam are back. I haven't seen you in a little bit. It's been a minute. Pretty much. Adam is looks fucking drunk right now, but he claims he's just woke up from a nap, but I don't Pain pills are a good thing. <laughs> Pain pills and alcohol are even better. <laughs> I'm not recommending that to people. Just speaking of, speaking what I'm of your, your alcohol, uh, Adam... You're going with the housewife uh, housewife cocktail. What do you got tonight? I got a Manhattan. There you go. Manhattan and some pain pills. Right, he Manhattan. Is, uh, he's, he's a fucking housewife of Pennsylvania. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Foot up on a pillow and everything. I want to point out the fact that right behind Adam are the stairs that he fell down. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this is a true story. So maybe, maybe only one of the Vicodin tonight. All right. <laughs> no, they gave me the good Mike, stuff. I got oh, oxy. Oh, okay. ooh. Oh, well, you know what? Double up. <laughs> you know what? By, by the end of the by the end of the show, Adam can roll down the stairs and he won't feel a thing. Nope. I won't remember doing it either, which is even a better thing. <laughs> what rolls downstairs by itself repairs and over your neighbor's dog. <laughs> it's log, log, log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's heavy, it's wood. <laughs> it's log, log, log. It's, it's better, better than, than bad. bad. It's good. It's, it's good. <laughs> so uh, I, wonder, I wonder if the new Mickey Mouse cartoons will be, uh, will be oh. shelling logs and uh, other things like that. And we want to. Are we going to take a second to talk about that? Because I don't think I've ever seen one. What the new the Mickey, new Mickey Mouse, Mouse cartoons? I don't ever. Oh, they caught a lot of heat. Yeah, I, I, I love them. They're, I love yeah. them. They're terrible. Oh, you they're guys terrible. are just hard on them. We sit and we watch them inside the hotel room I, while we're there. I thought they were fantastic. I don't remember. They're, ever they're watching. a little bit darker, yeah, but, but I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed them a lot. I, I am not a fan. Uh, give me, give me classic. Mm. You know. Mickey's trailer. Okay, I, I'm going to agree um, with you. I'm, I'm, if I was to choose, I would choose classic Mickey. But these new ones kind of go classic Mickey meets Tim. What is it? Tim Burton meets. No, it's Ren and Stimpy. Well, it's straight up Ren and Funkin' Stimpy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit darker yeah, than that, that, but 
It's it is. No, just, but the animation style looks a lot. Uh, it's like, right. even yeah, more it's archaic just south than of that. SpongeBob. Oh, it's it's. I mean, uh, Tim Burton, I think somebody has to be dead. Well, yeah. There's always a dead dog some, in all his. There's shows. some dead shit in some of those cartoons. <laughs> Goofy just looks like he's Ooh. dirty, and he's growing fungus. It's a fucking flower yeah. growing off. Of You're talking about like the ones that are running at the resorts, right? Yeah, well, they're on the Disney Channel too. Oh, I've never seen them on a they, Disney. They, Donald looks they, like he's a serial killer. I, I I just don't like it at all. And I, you know what? I'm I'm excited for the new uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad, whatever it is. But okay, that doesn't have a place there. I will agree with you. They should go with classic Mickey all the way. Totally mm-hmm. agree, but it's not going to happen. Well. We'll see. I'll, I'll make a phone call. We're going to change that shit. Somebody get Iger on the phone text, right now. I'll text that motherfucker when we get done. Let's, let's not let's, forget, uh, Jason still uh, has his map drawn for his Mickey Mouse Walt Disney ride, so all he's going to do is fax it. I will. <laughs> I'll Snapchat him. <laughs> there you go. You fix to, this this way. You need to hook up with uh, Kevin. I think his name is Kevin Rafferty is the uh, imaginator that's heading, spearheading that ride. But, uh, but yeah, so Adam's got, it's, you know, Adam's got his martini and Manhattan martini and, uh, some Vicodin. Tim, what do you got tonight? Well, speaking of, uh, ride changes in solidarity for the redhead and pirates, I'm drinking a red wine from a local winery called America right there, man. (laughs) Mikey, what do you have tonight? In your in your Uncle Walt Yeti, yeah, in my Uncle Walt Yeti, I'm reading the label because I've never read the label. I just normally read the price tag when I buy a beer. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's it's a cheap beer. It's like thirteen dollars for a thirty pack. Which I mean, even if it tastes bad, you're still getting your money's worth. But uh, I believe I believe uh, Brant Burke Brant Brandit Brant Brandit, Brant. Um, Forgive me, it took me three weeks to realize you were a dude. But Wait, what? <laughs> I, I don't oh look God. at photos. I just see the name, and I'm like, well, that's a, that's a cool name. I bet she's hot. Not so much. <laughs> um, I'm drinking some hams. Maybe maybe Brant will send you nudes. There you go. Maybe so. What are you drinking? Hams. It's, in a, it's America's classic premium beer. Born in the land of sky blue waters. Wherever the fuck oh. that is. They claim to be that? around since 1865 when they got a lion on it, so I'm drinking some Lannister Ale. <laughs> Wait, where, where, where are the, where's the land of sky blue waters? Well, I'm not entirely sure. I, I don't want to tilt this thing over and read it here because I can't see. Brewed in true family tradition from purest water and choicest barley, malt, grain, and hops. Um, this thing have a, something about a city. I feel like my wife reading a menu right now. St. Um, Paul's, Minnesota. Oh, well, this says Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, they're part of the Miller Brewing Company. Mm. Okay. Hey, you know what? $30 for a, or 13 bucks for a 30-pack. That's... Have you guys ever heard of, uh, what was that beer that I texted you, Mikey? Was it Dragon's, Dragon's Tears? Dragons. Okay, you know when you take the beer and they a uh, put it in the um, the oh, it's got that little bit of bourbon. The in whiskey there. flasks. You know what I mean? Like I, the first one I had was down at Epcot. It was um, it was a 
it was a lager that sat in a, a bourbon cask. Okay, yeah, I know. They do okay. that with wine, too. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, I... Dragon's Milk. Dragon's Milk. Okay, okay yes, so, I actually, I've heard of it. I've never had it. So it's four beers for 15 bucks, and I'm like, you know what? It's a dark beer. Maybe I'll like it. I grabbed it. I had one, and I'm like, I remember having one of those beers down at Epcot. It was at the American Pavilion with my uh, my stepdad, and it was... Uh, I'm glad I had it. I don't ever have to have another one. It's just not my thing. I don't know why the fuck I bought it. So it's going to sit here. I don't know why I fuck bought it. I, I really don't. Just hang on to it till you see me. It's either, well, uh, it, you always have to have that emergency beer. <laughs> no, hear I'm me out. Just, it, yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to keep it because even though I don't like it, I'm not going to throw it out. And eventually right. somebody's going to drink it. It's usually well, me where I'm just like, fuck. I have an emergency <laughs> bottle of champagne in the refrigerator. It is like a fifteen dollar bottle of champagne. It's not even Andre. It's it's whatever the hell it is. We got it on from a limo. And I'm like, it's fucking alcohol. I can't let this go to waste. So it's sitting in the fridge. <laughs> and in a case of emergency, yeah, that's when I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> it's probably Andre. I felt bamboozled. No, it's it's not I forget the name of it, but it's it's not Andre. Well did is and anybody missed the point? It was from a it was from a limousine. Yeah, I no, was on the way back that. from the Hamptons. No, <laughs> no, we drove. We drove back from Long Island. Yeah, they couldn't. They but couldn't I'm catch a ride in uh, Martha's helicopter. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, Mikey, uh, John Cusack's character Robert Gordon in High Fidelity, yeah, drank hams exclusively. Really? There's a yep. there's a market for it, buddy. I'm in good company. You are. Because I love me some John Cusack. And you guys know that I used to find his uh, his sister, Joan, she used to be, a, she used to turn my head there in the days of the Adams family. Now she turns her head the other way. Old Milwaukee is a very high-end beer. You guys should try it sometime. I know my I know my Wisconsin listeners that, are throwing Jason. That's their that's where you them. insert the crickets. Yeah. That's sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's fucking bad. <laughs> you know, every high school student in Wisconsin has thrown that up at least once. That's like Keystone, Keystone here, yeah. Natty. Yeah. Oh, Natty yeah. Light. You got to get the thirty pack of Stones. Yeah, Natty Light. Yeah, it's I mean, like dual reserve. A hundred cans Bush. of beer for a dollar. Bush heavy back saw... in St. Louis. A billboard yesterday that um, LeBlatt's is making their own. Lime light beer. Um, it's called Blue Blue Lime Light. Interesting. That just kind of gave How me the How can heebies. it be lime and light? I thought that just like defaulted to it's light because it's lime. I thought it just automatically def- defaults to girl. <laughs> or trash. <laughs> yeah. I I don't trust anybody that drinks that shit. No. I don't. I dirty dishwater. No, it, it. I'm sorry. It truly. I've I've tried it because you know what? All right. You know what? It's beer. But it actually truly tastes like somebody didn't clean out the glass well. <laughs> yeah. It, that's like that's I had what that, it tastes like. that Bud Light Pizzeria thing, and that was... Oh, those are terrible. That was the worst thing in the history of... No, I had those uh, those orange cream soda beers <laughs> uh, a little while back that tasted really bad. So, that man, I don't know which was worse. I really don't. It was all bad. Well, I knew I was going to be in good company tonight, so I made a pit stop and I got my beer that I enjoy the most with people that I love the most. So I got some some of my go-to nut brown ale from my Bull Falls Brewery. So I got to have a drink with my brothers in arms. Nice. 
What about you, Scott? Tonight, um, it's the end of the month, so I've got I've got twelve new beers to try. Um, and, and this is really cool. So I get I get essentially a twelve pack of beer in the mail. Uh, four different kinds of beer. Each one has three beers. So tonight, I am trying the Flying Bison Brewing Company out of Utica, New York, and uh, Buffalo, New York, and Utica, New York. They have two breweries. Uh, the Rusty Chain Vienna style beer. How is it? It's really good. <laughs> it's like it's like a Vienna style lager. It's really good. I like it. I like that beer. There's there's a couple others. Um, uh, the other one I tried yesterday was the. Let me grab this here. You guys are right down at my feet here. Um, this one is from Belfast Bay Brewery up in um, Portland, Maine. It's the Belfast Bay Lobster Ale. It's a red ale, you know, because Maine's got lobsters and red ale. I think lobsters cooked. It was really good. It was actually really good. I, I like. I like the red ale that they that they make. It's um, it's kind of got a nice little spice to it. They put Old it's Bay pretty in. Pretty good. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, didn't taste any Old Bay in the in the beer, but uh, but it was really good. There's another one they, they sent me from the same company with an oatmeal stout. I'm I'm excited to try that. Breakfast. It's what's for yeah. Dinner. That's a that's a good a breakfast, breakfast beer. beer. Uh, a lot of our listeners have breakfast beers. Yeah, we were commenting <laughs> yeah. on that on Saturday. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have a lot of uh, alcoholics in our group. Not going to mention any names. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can just so, start at the list and just read your way down, and you're going to hit on every one of them. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. Except Probably. for Jessica Black. Speaking of yes. speaking of of booze and Disney booze. Um, Justin Souter is down at the contemporary right now. And he posted a very interesting, uh, very interesting post. Can you explain this to me? Because I'm not privy to the free pour. So essentially the free pour, meaning that they hand pour a glass of wine at your table. They, they bring the bottle of wine out and they pour it at your table. Sometimes it's more than five ounces, whatever it's supposed to be. Okay, so it's not it's not free as in it's no charge. It's free no, as it's in we're just going to pour it. And yeah. it's, it's, until yeah. we Freestyle. until we figure out that's okay. about five ounces. They now have a star on the glass to mark the five ounce pour. Now some some restaurants at Disney they they pour the they pour the uh, five ounces into a carafe, a small carafe, and then they bring the carafe to your table and pour it at your table. Yeah, I know La Cellier does that. Um, but, we just uh, buy the bottle. Just bring the bottle to the table. Yeah, you're, you're better off that way anyway. You you you're better off just honestly. There are some restaurants like uh, Tutto Italia. They have a really good um, uh, Brunello for I think like thirty five or forty bucks for the bottle, uh, which is a decent price for a for a sit down dinner at Disney. And it's a it's a really good bottle of wine. I would love to find it somewhere here. Yeah, because what do they charge per glass? I mean, what does a five ounce pour usually run? Depends bucks, on probably like, bucks. Uh, yeah, eight to ten bucks. Okay, and is we we had um, that uh, Black Pearl at Sanaa, mm-hmm. and it was I think they wanted like ten or eleven dollars a glass, and we just bought the bottle for thirty five bucks. Okay. Yeah, which is not bad. I mean, it's a seventeen eighteen dollar bottle of wine, you know, out in the free market. But did it, you ever it, find it? That? Yeah, oh, we found market. it. Oh yeah, yeah, I found it. At the, the ShopRite liquor store by Adam's job. Okay. Every we time have, I go there, I, I clean them out. We have it up in Fort Lee. I was just walking around the island. I was like, let me check their South African wines. And there it is. And it's a really good bottle of wine. 
It is. I like it a lot. For under 20 bucks, it's a really good bottle if of wine. If you can find it. A lot of places won't keep South African wines. And the, wines. the story of the, the winery is pretty cool. I, I, I believe she was either a lawyer or um, some kind of executive out in California, and she retired and left um, the States and bought a winery in South Africa. Okay. Her and her husband bought a winery in South Africa. Cool. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good it's a really good bottle. I like it. Um, but most of the time, you're better off if if you're gonna have uh, more than one glass per person. You're better off buying the bottle of wine yeah. for the table for the two of you because you're you're gonna end up spending less over the course of the meal to just grab that bottle. I mean, it also I would I would suggest asking Disney for a bottle of bourbon though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> we had asked before we knew we could buy um, a version of the Knob Creek Nine Year Reserve. We had asked how much Sanaa would sell us the bottle for, mm-hmm. and I think I, if I remember correctly, she's she's like something like uh, three hundred bucks. Right, right, because they basically uh, said it was one hundred fifty. Well, it's two ounce. Oh, what's in three hundred? It's it's two ounce pours. They're you know fourteen bucks a pour. There's 20 pours in there. That's multiplied by 20. There's our price. I think screw that. Yeah. And that's what, 40 bucks? Give or take, yeah. Yeah, 40, it's like 40 uh, bucks. Like 42 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just wanted the label on the bottle. It mm-hmm. would definitely be yeah, a collector's item. Well, it? Because it, it, that, I want that label. Tim, just hang out at the trash at Sanaa. There you go. <laughs> when I'm down there and I bump into Joe Rody, I'll hit him up for one for you guys. Awesome. That'll be great. And I'll also yank, well, I'll yank a so, feather out of the his fucking ear. Disney DVC rooms overlook the trash area, so that might be, uh, I have to request that room. <laughs> and take your fishing pole with you so you can just cast off the balcony and reel it up. I'm not opposed to dumpster diving. I got, hey. Fuck, I got no shame, hey, man. That's it's it, something it's I want, yeah, something I need, diving. I'm going to do it. You're just reallocating um, waste. Treasure. It's just treasure hunting to me. All you need to do is uh, when you go by uh, the Victoria Falls Lounge in Animal Kingdom, they probably have that same bottle there, or a Nomad Lounge has that same bottle there. Just uh, see if it's like partially drank or mostly drank, and then finish it off and be like, "Hey, can I have that bottle?" That's the only way. I th- that's the best way you can probably do it. Yeah. How many? How many yeah. pours are in that? Yeah, and then just fill me up, and can I have the bottle as a bottle? I'm sure they'll give it to you. Yeah. What um, yeah. do they allow yeah. glass in Animal Kingdom? For yes. you to leave and walk glass, glass, glass is I mean, allowed. It is? it is okay. Yeah, yeah. because um, they sell like, glass. So I mean, you know, trinkets and shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, is that the? Are we talking about the Knob Creek version of the the reserve, what, the nine year yeah. reserve? Yeah. What do they, the nine year reserve? The single barrel nine year right, select, which is the one I just bought a I just bought a bottle that the um, the hundred twenty two. If I'm going to be honest with you, I really thought the hundred proof was a little bit. Obviously, it's less than the 120 as far as potency, but I thought that was more of an enjoyable sipping drink for me than the 120. Well, it's it's probably going to have a little bit sweeter taste to it. If you're talking the the regular Knob Creek, um, which is aged for what, like usually between five to seven years. Well, no, the regular Knob Creek is 90 proof, and then they have 100 proof, and then the 120. Oh, okay. Right. I bought the 120, but at the restaurant I had the 100, and um, you know it was it was a good sipper. I have yet to have but any it, Knob Creek. What is the um, what is the name of that Disney one? 
It's the same. It's a nine-year reserve. Just nine-year Knob Creek. Now, yeah. What's different on the, the label? Single barrel select nine-year. They have a Disney plaque, pretty, placard on it almost. Yeah, it's got like a uh, sticky plaque on there that says hand-selected. This barrel number, whatever, blah, 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 was hand-selected specifically for Disney. The, the liquor store by Scott has the same thing. They have this their own barrels, too, that they hand-select. Yeah. And it says hand-select for yeah. discount liquor. Okay. Yep, that's exactly what it says. And and my the liquor store Miami has they have single barrel select from many different kinds of uh, distilleries like you can get Buffalo Trace or Elijah Craig uh, uh, was it Rare Eagle um, Four Roses uh, Blanton's they all have those single barrel selects where they pick out their own barrels and it says this was specially selected by the the guy's name for discount liquors. Still doesn't say Disney. No, it doesn't. That, uh, it doesn't say Disney Parks and Resorts. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I, I had one of those uh, bottles that said discount liquor, and I was like, I it, it just it discount yeah. liquor. I I don't need like, oh look at this, I got this from discount liquor. No, <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. No, no. But the, I, I will say, I've talked to I've talked to the guy that does go down there, and he he's a really cool guy, and he is really smart about oh about it, it's a great choice, but it's not a bottle that I have to keep. No, no, it's not a keepsake yeah. bottle. No, I will say that store by you does have a very huge. Mm-hmm. What a selection. shitty name for a store, though. That just screams well, dollar I, store to mm, me. I think the actual name is like uh, cheap booze are <laughs> us. I'll, I'll shop all day long at dollarbooze.com. dot <laughs> com. Yeah, so am I because I go over there. That's where I I found my latest supply of um, Argyle Nut House. Yeah. It's cheaper than it is here. I, I was talking to I was talking to the the, the wine guy that uh, pretty much patrols that that area. The old guy with the beard. Yeah, the old guy with the beard. Um, he's brought in a ton of Pinot Noir. Like that that used to be a very small section. They've expanded that a ton. Yeah, is that I, I every time I go in there, I ask him to expand his South African selection. Yeah, no, he's so got Ernie and carry... a few others, but that's about it. He said it's very hard um, to get. A lot of South African wines. That's why a lot of places don't have huge South African selections. Okay. Yeah, even Gary's, which is a huge wine store, didn't have any South African. Maybe like ten bottles of ten different bottles of South African wines, and that's a big selection. None of which were the uh, Black Pearl. Yeah, and it's funny the Shoprite liquor store um, up in Mount Pocono here. They have a whole aisle of South African wines. It just all depends on your buying power. Yeah, it it does. It it all depends on what your distributor wants to, you know, can sell you or has access to or you can get, you know. So, uh, anyways, uh, on to on to this week's show. And for this week, I'm going to turn the reins over to Jason. Jason's got a special uh, special edition that he cooked up for us. So, Jason, take it away. Well, we have four out of the five of us are highly intelligent. I'll let the viewers, listeners decide which uh, which one of you is not. Um, wow! <laughs> hey, no, just all, all jokes aside, we um, uh, it, I've always had a lot of fun with you guys with the Imagineer. So I cooked up something where we were going to take attractions, uh, anything that was related to the Disney parks, and we were going to throw them together in a in a pile, and we were going to sign each one of you two of them, and out of those two. You were to either come up with a movie pilot, a sitcom pilot, or just a miniseries pilot, or a special edition TV show pilot for uh, for this for their two ideas. Now the rules were simple: you have to incorporate both of them 
into your show. And um, I was all gung-ho about it at first, and then Mikey gave me mine, and I was like, this is a fucking terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) So... I I, I had the same sentiment you did. So that being said, so I had some fun with it. Okay, so my two things were Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, and I got stuck with... Oh, shit. And I got stuck with uh, MILF, Monsters, Inc.'s Laugh. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, man. So I had to incorporate these two to do it. Okay, so here's how it's going to go. All right. So... Mike and Soli... And these were just... By the way, these were just Magic Kingdom attractions. No, they were... uh property wide no they were oh no that's right they were and and the attractions i will say were um picked at random by a computer and i'm the only person that up until this point knows what everybody has because i handled that but i didn't cherry pick shit so so in mikey's defense he asked me if i wanted to pick his for him and i declined because i'm not gonna i have no reason to question anybody's integrity Mikey, if yours is fucking awesome, uh, you know, we might go rounds after the show. <laughs> All right, so because, I mean, Monsters, Inc., and then fucking Swiss Family. So here's how my, here's how my, now, I didn't go with a full-blown movie. I didn't go with a miniseries. What I did was I kind of went with one of those uh, special long episodes, the made-for-TV shorts that are, uh, you know, 45 to 50 minutes long. They're longer than a half-hour episode, but it's just kind of a special edition, okay? Uh and what it's, it's going to open up with Mike and Soli, and they are at the comedy club. They're at the, the Monsters, Inc. They're on the laugh floor, okay? And they're telling jokes and having a good time up there. The two got incredible chemistry. And a fire breaks out in the uh, actual theater. So there's there's going to be my, my, my drama starting right off the bat. As the fire, as everybody is escaping the theater. <laughs> Sorry. As everybody's escaping the theater. The cinema. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder fucking Siri can't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you're fucking seeing the As everybody. As every, What's a theater? Did I stu- what is a theater? theater? Where's Where's the nearest theater? What is it? How do you say it? Jason. How do you say theater. it? What the fuck is a theater? Uh, you know theater. We, need a, theater. we need a listener to go back and listen to the rest of our episodes because I swear to God he said theater. He has said it before, and it may have been he during has. his presentation of his Walt oh, Disney. Oh yeah, ride. I have. That's how you say it, theater. Because no, it's not. I thought maybe you'd go to a cinema. Jason's, Jason's still stuck in eighteen twenty-six. Mm. Theater. theater, theater. It's a theater. Theater. It's theater. theater. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsinites. Okay, so anyways, don't you know, fuckers? One, two, three, four. <laughs> they are in the. The fire breaks out in the auditorium. <laughs> and the um, and Mike and Soli are stuck up on the stage, so everybody's able to get out. Obviously, I don't want a, uh, too much death here, and they're pushed into a closet. Now, fire, smoke, smoke's starting to come in. Uh, Mike is in his in his typical rare form of freaking out. Soli's trying to uh, figure out how they're going to get out of here. Mike spots a broken door, okay, over on the side. And Soli spots the, um, the, the the door portal that they used for for props uh, 
in the past. So Mike is trying to put this door together as they're they're screaming and hooting and hollering back at each other, trying to get it to work. Sully's trying to get the power. Sully finds the power. Mike gets the door put together. They slap it together. They are able to open it just in time as the fire comes in, and they close the door, and there goes their escape back. So they walk into wherever this door took them, and their exit point is destroyed now by fire. Okay, so now they're stuck. So they open up the door. They notice automatically they start smelling the seawater. Mike starts... uh, you know, commenting on, well, it smells like we're by the ocean and this and that. And, and they open and they look up and they're at the very top of the Swiss family tree Robin house, uh, Swiss family uh, tree house. Okay. So Mike is like, holy crap, this is the biggest tree house in the world. So where are we at? And they start exploring it around. So they find out that this is a family that was, a, was stranded there at one time many years ago, but found their way off of it and no longer reside there okay but the treehouse is still intact so they realize that there's no other doors that there there's no way that they're going to find home except for to beat feet and find civilization okay so they go ahead and they 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 get off the um the treehouse they start heading into the woods and they're in the the on the coast obviously they start heading into the woods hoping to find civilization and this is where it goes from 3D animation over to straight-up animation, okay? And as they're walking into it, they're going to come across our Lion Guard, all right? So now I'm going to incorporate these two with the Lion Guard, and they're going to help them across the Pride Lands. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to help them across the Pride Lands. Now they end up in Africa. And uh, wh- what do you mean? The Pride Lands are in Africa. Yes, I know. No, it, it's just went to straight two D animation now, Adam. Yeah, so. I went to two D animation. I can do what I want with my shit now. Okay? <laughs> how, wait, so they, how they wait? Hey, this ain't fucking question time. You guys wait till the credits before you start asking questions. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Let them go. So let them go. from I'm fucking working with what I got here. So they get across <laughs> the Pride Lands. Now I'm gonna throw a big loop in this whole thing here, and this is this is gonna open up a whole can of. Um, uh, this guy's smoking pot because as they get across the Pride Lands, they see they see a city in the distance. They start going across the Pride Lands. They get to it, and guess what it is? Aladdin, Emerald it's City. Monster, it's monsters. It's this monster city. It's where it all originated. Monstropolis. From. Yes, it is. Monstropolis. And that's the end of it. And every one of the kids watching are going to look at me the same way and look at their parents and go, "How the fuck?" <laughs> and no one's ever going to know. And that's the end of it. And fuck you guys if you don't like my story. I, 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 you had me until no, the well, there's no had me. In. I'm the producer, yeah. the editor. If you don't like it, don't pay money to see it. All right, all right. So, so I think we all have we all have questions about this. Okay, let's let's hear it. Um, Adam, <laughs> start us off. <laughs> Why? I'm always the bad guy lately. No, all right, yeah. all right. Let's go. Let's go. What you got? So we're going from an island. Yep. No, right? no, 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 no. It looks like an island. Who says it's an island? Weren't they? Well, I mean, isn't Swiss? Didn't Swiss Family Robinson get? Maybe on an they island? weren't smart enough to explore it. Oh. It might have been a peninsula. Are you? Are you? Are you shitting or, me? Or no? Hang on a second. <laughs> it might have been a peninsula. You pissed off it might have been man. an island, but as the uh, the water Mike's, the water Mike's came jaws, back, I was, I was with you, man. But fucking, maybe so. it was in a toll. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe so now it's no longer an island it's a hey it's many years ago and many many a, years ago like 
You know, cities have really tall buildings. Wouldn't <sighs> a skyline kind of give that away no, a little bit? No, because a 32... Listen, there's a 32-degree curvature on the Earth for every, what, 10 miles? Uh, the Jason, Coriolis is flat. So right. you're, you're <laughs> not going to see it. But that. if I mean, you're that. so many miles up in the air, it's like you can't see the buildings in Manhattan from, like, the Jersey Shore kind mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah, you but can. you're not that high. That, that tree's not that high. But it would be high enough. The buildings of the city would still be above. Well, the oh, the pine lands are huge. This is they a had... three or four day journey, man. I'm just giving you the synopsis of the story. I didn't. Yeah, I'm assuming they had to cross like thousands of miles. Yeah, I mean this is huge. And, I mean they had to ride fucking roaches. Isn't and shit, man. again? Aren't the pine lands in ride Africa? Uh huh. So Monstropolis is in Africa, or or it could be in the Middle East. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> Did they portal? Did they portal over somehow? I don't know. Portal What's over? your story? <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers! I'm not going to give you the whole story, or else you aren't going to go watch it. What kind of a what kind of a trailer would that be? No offense, but I don't think I'm going to watch. I think that. you will. <laughs> so, what's the title of your show? What the fuck? <laughs> from here to there, it, it, I, I think I think I think the story speaks for itself. Oh, yeah, I think it does too. And next well, time, it's maybe something a little bit better. And, and, and the sad part is, it's an episode of The Lion Guard. Mm-mm, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, no, it's no different than uh, Dora. Dora, <laughs> little Sophia meeting um, Doc McStuffins. There's no, there's no difference. Right, but it would be an Have episode on one of their shows. Yeah. See, this is why I went first, because you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was with you. My, my only tip, like this is a, a shark tank. I don't need your fucking tip. Shut your mouth, Ginger. If, if you're going from a 3D animation, and then you're going to go mm-hmm. into a 2D animation, and you want to just uh, maintain a certain level of, uh, of, of wow, a segment where it actually goes to like a live action before you get a conclusion. Who's next? Oh, man. All right. Uh, that was... Um, that was something. That was an interesting show. <laughs> and I'm glad that's a one-off and not a and, series. And what, what channel is that going to be on? I think Tim is next. So I can tune in? <laughs> I'm what channel is that going to be on? I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a stab at this. Since. <laughs> that's definitely an XD show. That's an XD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he certainly put the D in it, didn't he? <laughs> so um so uh, you know mikey mikey who is uh tasked with assigning us these rides based on random computer uh generation i was i was given uh the great movie ride uh which is leaving and astro orbiters now jason you know this 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 idea was jason's um baby he was well, adamant. Well, hold on a second. My original baby thing. is coming in a few episodes. This was just a teaser. I thought yeah. this was the show. We were supposed to. No, this is the mucus plug. It. Yeah, this is the mucus plug, dude. This was to get you. This is to get your juices flowing. Which fits right into what I said about the mucus. This was just to break the water. <laughs> the baby's going to crown in a few weeks. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and then I'll host Jason the was adamant that show, we apparently Jason was adamant that we did not include a certain uh, a certain IP of Disney's. But I got the great movie ride. And let me tell you something. That was just a world of possibilities. 
because in that in that scene or in those in those scenes in the great movie rides is a finale, and there's a lot of movies in that. That's cheating. And one of those is Star Wars. That's cheating. That's, That's cheating. cheating. So uh uh-uh. uh no. We are Mm-mm. we are combining the uh, the original name for the Astro Orbiters. If you ride the TTA, is the League of Planets Astro Orbiters. So this is Star Wars League of Planets. Nope. Flag yep. on the play. Too- Fuck that. Absolutely not. You are not getting Too away bad. with that that easy. It's called <laughs> the bad. Great Movie Ride. It is not. And Star Wars is a great Star movie. War- no, it's not Star Wars. Hold on. Is Star Wars a great There's movie? a Star Wars attraction. If you got the Star Wars attraction, <laughs> then that would have been allowed. Let's, let's wait but for the credits. Not. Let's wait mm-hmm. for the credits. Flag <laughs> on the play. That's Go fine. Go Scott. Let's hear so, it. So, the, uh, this, uh, this, this, well, see, I did a, I did a TV show. Uh, but this miniseries, this eight-part miniseries, is set during the Old Republic, uh, in the outer rim, uh, in the outer rim space in the Odegaard system, <laughs> is a single <laughs> space station that guards this series, this League of Planets, uh, and it's and the space station is manned by the Old Republic. The name of the station is Nostromos, because in the Great Movie Ride is a scene from Alien on the spaceship Nostromos. Uh, and so this this uh, space station guards and protects this region of space. On one of the planets, there's a secret Jedi enclave where kyber crystals are mined and shaped by the Jedi Knights. So now the Sith discover this, and they want to they want to take over this uh, this enclave. So it's going to follow the series a, a mini series of um, of adventures and uh, basically tell the story of the people on the space station that are guarding. The Jedi Enclave. Uh, we're, I've, I did do some casting for this, so Gary Oldman is going to be the space station commander, uh, and then we're going to have a bunch of Disney Channel stars like Dylan Sprouse, Emily Osment, uh, Sterling Knight, Brandon Michael Smith. Uh, they're going to be various officers on the sh- on the space station. Uh, the Jedi Master, who who uh, is the keeper of the temple, is uh, Jason Isaacs. I thought he'd be really good for that role. So. Uh, you know, it would be a nice series where you could tell a serial stories of the traders, the bounty hunters that come to the space station, how the space station helps protect the Jedi Enclave from the Sith. Um, and then you'll be able to have uh, former Disney Channel stars like Kurt Russell have a guest appearance here and there. Where they'll, you know, they'll play like a, a ship's captain that comes and docks at the space station. Um, basically thinking... Uh, Kind of uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine kind of So thing. you didn't actually do... I want to be clear on this. You haven't done Star Wars at all. You've just done Star Trek. Pretty much. That's yeah, what I get much. from this. Kind of. But it's it's basically telling... When does this take Telling place? serial stories about this space station uh, guarding the Jedi Temple. Where in the timeline is it? It's the Old Republic. So, like, well Oh, before, the Old Republic that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, we're going back in time. There is no Old Republic. It's been not, it's been decanonized. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so so you, you you not only cheated but you screwed up your own timeline. Damn. How is the Old Republic? How is the Old Republic it's decanonized? Not, it's been decanonized. It's they dropped it. They dropped it uh, when they rebooted it. it they dro- they, the Old Republic is re- not canon anymore. It's like it's part of Star Wars legend. Oh well, too bad. <laughs> Hey, uh, here's my fucks given. 
Zero. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, because you, you took the whole thing and you changed the whole rules on it. You chose one part of an attraction. That's kind of wrong. Where, where's the Just... Wizard of Oz? Where's the Wicked Witch? That's the best part of that whole scene. That Wizard of Oz part. Where's the... Um, Actually, Indiana the best, Jones the best part. part of the best part of great movie ride is when that bulldozer comes in. Um, where, where's the Indiana Jones part? Cop out. Well, I was, gonna, that was, you know, I was thinking about out. doing a, I did. I did actually contemplate a quantum leap kind of thing where you where the guy jumps, you know, time to time and goes through all these like, awesome. different movie scenes. You but, did out of like a, eh. a night at the museum kind of thing where each segment yeah. would come alive and you got to work your way through the ride. But then he'd still have yeah. to. I want to do Star Wars. I th- I think Star Wars could benefit from an actual like live action TV series. All right, listen. All right, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the uh, I'm I'm not gonna be the the negative here. I think it's a great storyline. I think it's a great storyline. I think it would be successful in the uh, franchise. I really do. I think that would um, uh, because that opens up the whole door of um, marketing for Disney. I mean, from the crystals to be able to buy the crystals to to guest appearances. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna attack you guys like you fucking rude bastards attacked me with. <laughs> uh-uh. He cheated with my little hoopty of a car that I got handed to me, and I still tried to race. But Dude, if you got handed a hoopty, I got handed a hoopty. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I I I, yeah, I I I see it. I'm I'm gonna um I'll, I'll give you I'll give you props on the storyline. However, I wish you would used more of the movie right itself. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the, here's the problem I faced with the great movie ride is a lot of those, in fact, almost all of them other than Mary Poppins, uh, aren't actual Disney movies. Yeah, but yeah, you, I think, you I could think, have taken themes, no? I, I know. And, and, you know, the, the tough part was, uh, you know, I thought about doing Wild West, but then I also have to incorporate the Astro well, Orbit. You got a whole ride full of engineers, man. You just got... <laughs> You, yeah. <laughs> I, Stop. He's trying so hard for a second t-shirt right now. I can't right do this now. anymore. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> how, do you, how do you even spell that? Second. He's, he'll, this will be his like fifth t-shirt. No, just one. <clears throat> two. Man, I really think I did my whole thing wrong after hearing you two guys. Y'all are going to pick my ass apart. <laughs> I didn't know we had to use the um, actual ride. I thought we just had to use like the concept of the ride. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy! This is what happens when Jason Jason well, uses Siri to communicate his show idea. <laughs> no, me and Mikey something. actually talk and then changes it fourteen times through the process <laughs> through various emails, so that everybody's confused. I swear to God, I swear to God, tonight was supposed. To, I thought tonight was supposed to be. Pitch me your pilot, sh- my your pilot of a TV series that you want me to pick up on. Disney XD or Disney Channel. That's what I thought it was, too. Hey, but. there you go. That's and by the way, this would, this, would, this would be on ABC. This would bring ABC back to uh, good TV. Is this going to be live action? Yeah, it would be live action. I want it to be live action. I I think, like I said, I think Star Wars needs a live action. Are you casting the Sprouse twin that went crazy and showed his junk on Twitter? Um, I did not know Because one of them but went sure, kind of crazy and started posting nothing but naked photos on Twitter. We could we could probably do him. Well, I don't Kurt know. Russell. That's an interesting. Whatever Dylan, 
Wait, Whatever why that. you know that scares me? Because he's a sponge, Tim. Yeah, that's right. Some yeah. people are rocks, and he's a sponge. Fucking A, man. <laughs> I told that to my last HR, my former job, and he's like, that is good. I'm going to start using that in the staff meetings. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Uh, but, the, I mean, I, I, I wanted to include some, like, younger stars. I know they're probably in their, like, 20, they're 20, like, something now. But uh, but I thought all these these young stars could come in and be part of the show. It's the cast of uh, um, what uh, that girl meets world thing. Yeah, I think so. See, my only my there. my true concern, I mean, would be like we have all the superhero stuff on like like Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can make a really good movie, but God, that show is awful. Yeah. And that would be my concern with taking Star Wars to a it would, TV show. Would it ruin it? Would it yeah, ruin I tried that once, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, the cartoon is good. The cartoons are decent. They have great storylines. But they can get away with a lot more because of who it's actually pitched to. Right. If, if we make this pitch towards more teenage adult audience, I, we're going to end up with S.H.I.E.L.D. And that scares me a lot. Here's the thing about nerds. Or you're going to end up with the Star Wars Christmas special. Well, right. I mean, here's the thing is, like, people get into the whole, uh, that's not how hot a lightsaber is. That's, that's lightsaber. Well, and that's, well, it's, <laughs> but, that's it's why... but the writing's bad on well, S.H.I.E.L.D. It's, it's not, I mean, they, they took a lot of characters and tweaked them so hard that they don't make sense in the comic book world or the cinematic universe anymore. And it, it I, if they did that to Star Wars, I would be really pissed off. Do you think that Disney's maybe got its hands in too much shit and they need to pull back? No, because um, um, Marvel's still headlined by somebody else. They just thought with the success of all the other TV shows, hey, DC's throwing out TV show after TV show after TV show. Well, we got to start doing this with our own cable, our own superheroes. And okay. you end That's up with the freaking show. mutants. Inhumans, which is pissing me off. It's my favorite book as a kid. <laughs> Mutants and humans? No, Inhumans. It, mm. Oh, what oh, they okay. did. Inhumans. Oh, that fucking aggravates me to no end. But, but that's a story for a different day. But it's got Ramsey in it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks like a bad Comic-Con outfit. But it's got a big-ass pug. But Whatever it looks it like is. everybody else is wearing bad Comic-Con caricatures I don't know, man. That floating ginger kind of does something to me. Tim, I noticed that pink. Her hair is not even right. Ew, let me, don't get me started. <laughs> Do what? Want to be Starfire. I said I, I noticed your, uh, after your weekend at the Hamptons, you came back and your pinky has been up every time you took a drink. Uh, <laughs> no, it hasn't. I'm drinking this out and holding my wine glass. So, all right, who's next? Fuck it, I'll go. Nope, Adam. I know you're okay. going last. I'll Shit. take mine. <laughs> well, I got the cake one. Not gonna lie, mine's definitely a TV show. I'm thinking of a series because you know it just makes the most sense. So I got the Wilderness Explorers, and I got Under the Sea with Nemo and Friends. <laughs> oh my god! I'm fucking right. <laughs> I don't really even have to explain. Did you even have to do any thinking on this? No, I got this and I'm like, score. This is, I couldn't have picked this better. I would have never picked it for myself because that's the way my brain works. But, you know, this isn't, it's it's a slam dunk. You make a nature show out of it. You make it educational. 
you splice some live action shots in the aquarium. You can get badges and you're building the, that wilderness explorer. You can make it a little bit more old school. I would love to try to bring some sort of interactive element to it where you can actually maybe get on the computer after the show, figure out what you learned. And depending on how did how well you do on that little like test on the computer, you get a badge for that show. And maybe after the series run, you can get like a booklet if you get all the badges. You know, it'd be cool is if that. I love the idea, Adam. If you could get that badge virtually and actually print your certificate, exactly. and when you go to well, Disney World, it. get a real one. That would be fantastic. That would be perfect. Would or like you Adam have that wilderness explore. No one else has to even talk. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a contest, but yes, Adam. Adam knocked it out of the park. It's always you a have contest. That, have you met us? Every every show we do. Is a contest. <laughs> But you have that Wilderness Explorer book. Maybe you can get like an actual, like maybe like a fake leather bound one if you come in with the certificates. Cool. Just something a little more like plus it a little bit for the experience of the park. But it, it's an easy series. You can do water life, sea life, nature, you name it. It's just so open and such an easy thing to do. And you bring back that um, educational aspect that's really not there anymore. I remember waking up and watching like, the what the Steve Irwin shows and all of that. I was fascinated by that as a kid. We don't have that anymore. What was the name so of that you, animal one growing up? Animal Kingdom. Um, what? The there were a few school. of them. Wild, Wild Kingdom. Kingdom. Wild, Who yeah. sponsored that? Wild Mutual of Omaha's. Oh, that, and you had yes, yeah, right. Yes, Mutual, Mutual Omaha. Omaha. And exactly. Jack Hanna had his uh, his show. Ex- Jack Hanna still has Jack his Hanna. show. Yeah, Jack Hanna still is he still alive. Holy I shit! I have no idea. I don't, well, he didn't get stabbed well, by his stingray. Granted. <laughs> too, too soon, soon man i really like yeah, steve like, Irwin too it's really probably did. like a decade now right it's been about 10 years yeah yeah his son his son is uh mm-hmm. doing the talk show circuit now yeah. but i i think that would be you bring that back you get kids more involved with everything i like it i like and your idea a lot all of a sudden, and that could tie that could tie really nicely into Disney's episodes that they have on uh, on i on their iPad. Yeah, there's there's so many things you can do with it, and it, it's super easy. You have characters that kids know, mm-hmm. so the buy-in's mm-hmm. already there. You don't have to pitch this whole new like great world of animals. Pretty much, you you bring in Nemo, you bring in Doug, you bring in all the characters you can, and yeah. you give Doug and a snorkel. You got yeah. Uh, Snorkel and mask. Sea Lab at Epcot gets a higher attendance now. Mm-hmm. No, that I would I would have want that updated if I got my way. But no, what kind well, of you get, what if, kind of animation? If you get your show. I uh, I want to do basic computer animations. I think it would be the easiest to overlay because when you're looking at you're looking at a Pixar film, two, two Pixar films. And they're both basically based in all the characters are Pixar based, so it just to have that same feel. You want to have the same feel as the movie with the same characters. Man. See, I was thinking like the animation style they're using on that new uh, Rapunzel series, Tangled series. See, but I wouldn't I, just for the simple the reason. Stimpy style. I'm no, not a no, fan no. of it's, it's that just more, Rapunzel. You know, do what? Jason? It's har- It's like harsh. Yeah. Compu- like harsh drawn animation. See, that's, that's what I, I would have thought. That's just that's just my take. Um, no, I, I would want it. I would want it clean. I'd want it crisp because so, it's good. You have to understand the characters are going to have to compete against live animals. Right. So you want super wide. 
Yeah, I want something really green. I want something crisp. I want, like, it has to go. It has to match. And if you have that rough animation, it's just going to look too separate. Well, I, I, I think uh, I would um, complete all those just so I can get the fucking badges. Yeah, I would do that's it. That's it. I would do it. But I'm that's it. Lie. And you get the adults trying to get the badges mm-hmm. for the kids. So the adults are now watching the show as well. And now finally people are stopping and talking to the Wilderness Explorers at Animal Kingdom who are still well, sweating in but, there. But you're missing Oh, a they big are one. so awesome. It's though. revenue for the parks because they're mm-hmm. watching the shows and there's advertisement revenue coming in now. There's advertiser revenue from the commercials that you're selling for the show. There's more park attendants in Animal Kingdom. You're getting, you're sending some love to Epcot. It, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to rip on you like they ripped on my beautiful masterpiece. I'm just going to say, nice job, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dick. Yes. <laughs> I will admit it. <laughs> uh, now that everybody's got their anger out on me because I was took the blunt of it. Tim, you're next, No, buddy. to be fair, I slammed Scott, too. <laughs> <laughs> I went right in. Well, you just wait because here, here goes I got my more faith mess. in you than you got yourself, buddy. Let's hear it. Well, I'm going to start with the text message I actually got from Mikey <laughs> when we, our numbers were drawn. And Is I it quote, Jason East? Sorry, man. You better drop some LSD before thinking too hard about this. <laughs> so the two attractions I received were the Boneyard okay. from DAC, which is That's the Dino, an attraction? dig site. Yes. It's listed as an attraction. What the it's fuck? It's an attraction. And oh, Canada. <laughs> what oh. the hell? <laughs> oh, you know what? You could have some this fun with it. You got something. I, I tried to think about this sober, and it didn't work. I just, I, I couldn't do it. So as with most of my decisions in life, good <laughs> or bad, I decide them when I'm drunk. So I thought about this um, over the last couple of days. We had a rough weekend. Um, and what I came up with is I'm going to pull old Marty Short out of the O Canada yeah. movie. This is going to be a Disney nature uh, movie. And Marty Short's going to be a, a Canadian uh, paleontologist. And the movie's going to start where he's actually going to be at the Dino Land dig site in Dak. And if any of you guys, all, all of us are 80s babies, so we've all seen... Uh, inner space mm-hmm. with old Marty Short. He's gonna get shrunk down into Dino Land Dig, and he's gonna come across all these bones, and he's gonna start talking about all the dinosaurs, and we're gonna. It's gonna kind of like uh, evolve into like Ellen, where she they just talk about all the dinosaurs, and he runs into them, and uh, just give you a whole. Educational series? Edu- educational series on dinosaurs. All the different time periods. Uh, paleontology. Paleo. I can't even talk right now. Paleontology. I'm talking in cursive. Right. And the Mesozoic and all the different. Geneers. The Geneers time dinosaur. periods. The Geneers. All the different dinosaurs. It'll be shown in only IMAX theaters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's definitely an IMAX movie. Shown in, in like um, the. Ben Franklin Museum in Philly, and uh, and just could continue on with it because the Disney Nature series was the movies that I remember seeing in school growing up. They always would have in the auditorium in school call us in 
and uh, play one of the Disney Nature Series movies, and that's where I'm going with cool. this one. It's not like as it. bad. That's not bad. Not bad at no, all, man. It's not bad at all. No, you know what? I had originally misread it and thought it was just the can- Canadian Pavilion, so my original idea was something with um, off <laughs> <laughs> so When I reread it, I had to change See, I would have went whole, straight up Strange Brew. I would have went that way. <laughs> That's a great movie. It's a I fucking classic. Say, yeah. I retract my previous statement. Tim, you win because fucking inner yeah. space. I thought that was, I was over here fucking fangirling because all I could think of was holy shit, he took the cartoon from Jurassic Park and Martin <laughs> Jordan <laughs> yeah. inner space fucking put him together. And I was just <laughs> And as long as when Perfect. he gets shrunk down he Mick says Ryan, not again. Dennis Quaid, Martin Short and that fucking Mustang. <sighs> I've always I always wanted that Mustang right? in that movie. Putter you putts. <laughs> God, what happened to Meg Ryan, right? Yeah. Robert Picardo is in that. It's another Star Trek. Yes. Uh, he was the doctor yeah. on uh, Voyager. On, uh, Voyager. He was the, the bad yeah. guy who was all about pain. The different Texan. kinds of pain. The Texan. Uh, also, the, um, the, Texan. Uh, the music there, Jerry Goldsmith. That's uh, Soren. Scott, have you seen Inner Space? Yes, I okay, have. Because I just all I can think of is he's now looking at IMDb to see what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did look up. I, no, I have seen it. I did look up IMDb because I wanted to. Well, it came out in what eighty-seven. So what do you like? Five. five? I was five. Okay, it, also, yeah. let, let's let's overlook the fact that it had laugh-in veteran Henry Gibson. Holy shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, maybe I. Didn't forget about that part, but too too bad it was a Warner Brothers movie because you know we could have tied in that whole thing with you know, but God, for some reason I'm thinking of a T-shirt involving Martin Short, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Inner Space somehow. But awesome. I think I think it's the booze, Body I Wars, think it's the booze. You can tie in Body Wars. Do what? Body Wars. You can tie in with Body yeah. Wars. Osmosis Jones. Or the original Disneyland attraction, Adventures in Inner Space. Yeah, I probably won't. Mike, are you ready? Because I'm setting a timer for you. (laughs) We're going to need to because it's, it's, what, 1030 now? Mm -hmm. So he's going to be going on until midnight. Because Mikey is definitely the detail-oriented guy in, in this show. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. <laughs> oh, God. I'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to meet with me this evening. I can assure you by the time our business is concluded here, you'll be very glad you did. Now, an introduction. My name is Nigel Warmbottom, Professor. I'm a crypto-archaeologist. Now, I'm sure you've heard that field referred to as a pseudo-archaeology or fake archaeology or fantastical archaeology. But make no mistake, my colleagues and I are very serious about our research. My research in particular has taken me to many wondrous places. I've been inside pyramids in Egypt, frightfully smelly, I must say, and the spiders, ye gods. I've explored the jungles of Honduras and been within minutes of seeing Ciudad Blanca before natives chased my team and I off. 
I dare say I've not encountered an angrier mob since our time in Shambhala. Now I don't speak of these things to brag, I've certainly received no notoriety or fame from my tales. I tell you this because I want you to understand I am not a novice. I'm not some part-time college professor with a penchant for whips and heroics. This is my life. This is my passion. It's what I do. But how does all of this intersect with each of you? Well, here's where my talk gets a little more interesting. Five years ago, while spelunking some caves in southern Antarctica, I stumbled across some, well, in layman's terms, some cave paintings. They weren't as detailed as those found in Spain and certainly didn't tell a story like the Chauvet paintings in France. These were older, mere illustrations, but what I saw, well, it stirred all fathoms of possibilities in what we know. I immediately set out to put together a rather eclectic team of experts. I find my hieroglyphist Beatrice Futterwhipple at Wellesley College right here in the United States just before your country's chauvinistic intent forced it to shut down in 1937. I mean really, what's so terrifying about a learned woman, you brutes? Then I saw a need for a crypto-paleontologist, someone who could assist in identifying the unknown from the known. Believe it or not, I found young Heinz Dressler in Germany while passing through via train to Loch Ness. He was more than eager to join my team and escape before the Nazis forced him into a camp. And finally, with all of my traveling, I knew I should employ a little muscle. During the civil uprising in South Africa this past summer, I encountered a wonderful man named Bikumbuso. He was on the verge of becoming one of the greatest South African boxers of his time until this confounded world of wars began and everything went tits up. Now he works for me as both my one-man security detail and my, shall we say, my professional persuader. Okay, sorry. All of that's irrelevant to the true topic. I tend to get on a tangent. Gentlemen, comparing the Antarctic illustrations that I found with glyphs in the tomb of Queen Hathshipsut and others, we have been able to trace a migration pattern and see documented evolution of an amazing creature previously thought to exist only in mythology. Dragons. Okay, so you're thinking... King Arthur and Lancelot and all that bollocks, and over the years, when scholars began interpreting scrolls and drawings, undoubtedly they pieced them together as such. And for the most part, they got the key points correct. The beasts were massive, to be sure. They preferred to be solitary. Indeed, some of them were capable of sustained flight. However, the similarities fall off from there. The dragons I speak of weren't angry and certainly didn't breathe fire. They didn't have the scales of a reptile, but rather they had coarse hair, and the most recent specimens had tough, leathery skin. The differences go on, but I won't, so let's move forward. I can see from your faces you think that I'm dubious. But to be true, Heinz Dressler, through one way or another, it's not really important or entirely ethical how he did it, but he found his way onto an archaeological dig in the Aztecs, specifically on land ruled by Montezuma. You see, in the 16th century, Montezuma had a rather impressive menagerie of animals, one of which was an enormous gray flying beast unlike anything ever seen before. So unbelievable, in fact, the Aztecs believed it to be the mythological Quetzalcoatl, 
a fact that shamed Montezuma to the point that he ordered the creature kept caged and hidden before it sadly died and was forgotten for nearly half a century. That is until Heinz uncovered the magnificent creature's bones buried just outside the city of Tenochtitlan. Good men, I have used the information gathered by Mr. Dressler's further excavations in India and that debacle in Colombia, as well as the translations provided by Miss Futterwhipple to chase the most wild of geese, believe it or not, right here onto American soil. I've spent most of my own money on this endeavor. I am not embarrassed at all to stand before you and request additional funds to locate this last living descend descendant of the original skyfaring dragons. It took some time to locate her, and even more time to confirm through trial and error with many scientists that the markers in her blood are indeed accurate. I am embarrassed to admit, however, that Mr. Bicumboso was met with great resistance after infiltrating the grounds upon which our dragon is being kept. It seems our girl, Mr. Bicumboso has named her Reusa, is part of a traveling menagerie owned by Herman Bing and is currently being kept in Florida. Bekumbuso spent two weeks as part of the supporting staff and collected samples from several potential dragons and sent his samples to my awaiting scientists, where we found that not only was there a single descendant of this lost line of creatures, but that she was indeed with child. With your help, gentlemen, I say we can steal this beautiful beast away from its paltry confines and allow my research team in Geneva to see to it the unborn will thrive and God willing fly. For your investment today, Yes, it seems excessive, but it will pay off massively in the future when we unlock the hereditary traits that has long been dormant and breed our own parades of flying beasts in sanctuaries across the globe. Mr. Being has a gold mine in the one animal and he does not know it. Let us pool our resources together and acquire transportation to Florida. There we will find this animal that Mr. Becumbuso named in his native tongue, an animal named Reuse, a mother named Jumbo. There you go. Origin story for fucking Dumbo combining Dumbo and the Boneyard from Dak. That's what I got. So wait, we both got the Boneyard from Dak? Well, we How both that uh, had numbers that ended up in 28. I think I picked 28 and you picked 18, which adding 10 to it gives you 28. Yeah. So yeah, Mine, mine went on a little long. I'm sorry. No, it didn't. You had time, dude. You had two minutes left. Yeah. The way I see it, elephants are related to dragons. Well, that's... No. Elephants are the dragons. There's not a separate creature known as a dragon. It's the way that it was drawn originally and how it gets passed down from, you know, uh, orally through the years as myths and stuff and then it gets recorded and documented on scrolls and things get twisted a little bit you know they didn't breathe fire but they certainly could uh shoot water and a jet of water drawn in one color looks a shitload like a jet of fire specifically when you're drawing it on the wall in in you know it, with, with a fucking rock like a little you know eight-year-old caveman so is this like a is this like a miniseries or a movie that we follow their exploits to uh to steal mrs jumbo the, you know, I, I'm wanting to go. I want it to be a little like uh, a little like the Indiana Jones, you know, kind of thing because it takes mm -hmm. place in the '40s. Um, but ultimately, uh, what I see is I see the uh, the good doctor Warmbottom. That's not necessarily a good doctor, 
uh, as it was revealed at the end of that soliloquy and that he's also just in it for the money and, you know, having a whole series of these little aviaries of these flying dragons that are just flying, really flying elephants because he plans on taking uh, Jumbo and breeding her with other stock to get more, more Dumbos. But at this point, Dumbo wasn't born yet. So you've got this, uh, this fight between him and Mr. Bing and, and they're trying to, you know, Mr. Bing obviously doesn't want to get rid of his, uh, his elephant. And if he finds out that, you know, she's the last line, then I'll, he's, you know, he ain't going to get it. And then, and it, but, but his group, I, well, what I see throughout the movie is his group going from uh, location to location to location, having all these exploits like Indiana Jones would have. Okay. And you don't know until right up at the end that this dragon they're, they're chasing down is actually an elephant, the mother of, of, of Dumbo. Also, I did a lot of fucking research on this, because you can fact-check all my shit. I had actually looked up what crypto-palantology was, because I had no idea what that term meant, to be honest with you. No, I, I, I did a lot of my, my shit about Montezuma, and you can, you can fact-check all that. I, no, I know. Mount, Montezuma the only thing I know about Montezuma is yeah, revenge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cool. I, I don't like it. I could. Hot damn, Mikey. That was good, Mikey. I'll give you 100% props on that, bro. Oh, that, that, that was my pitch. <laughs> my pitch is Mikey be, always gets his storyline straight and gets you Yeah, into I the wanted story. to be the character who was pitching his need for money, and you were the guys I was pitching it to, and that would be my pitch for the movie. So there. I like it. Would, I want to watch I like it. it. I, I, was, I was into it. That was, that's an it. awesome trailer hey. right there. And again, again, this could, this you could even do as a TV series because you could have the exploits of this doctor trying to track down Mrs. Jumbo. Yeah, my grand villain vision is there's a, uh, there's a secondary, you know, character, an antagonist, obviously, who's like always one step behind him, and ultimately, you know, when Beckham Busso gets uh, arrested in Florida, that's going to throw up a red flag because you don't see very many um, Native Africans in the 40s in Florida, getting arrested uh, undocumented. I love so. how how later on in the series you can tie this into Figment. No. I honestly thought you had gotten Figment. Oh, I think you say that, that was That's what I was going for. <laughs> I, I was wanting you, you guys to think one thing. At the end of it, I smack you with something else. What about uh, I think I think they need to pull the plug on old Tim's Dumbo and go with this <laughs> this idea instead. You know, at first I I don't, I don't know what not Tim um, not Tim here. I'm talking Tim Burton. Right. I, I don't know when his because you're on a first name basis. The with only Tim thing Burton. is, did Jumbo fly? No, no, but she but, carries the. But the Dumbo has Dumbo the gene. The DNA. Dumbo, the yeah, Dumbo has the gene, the recessive gene that was released. And not all dragons fly either. But how did his get released, Dumbo? What 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 environmental impact all of a sudden switched that gene on to make him fly again? What that's the spinoff series. Well, that's that that's up to Tim Burton. To, I mean, I was trying to lead up to his movie. Realistically, well, he's gonna but fuck I don't it know. Up. What, I don't know when his takes I'm place. I'm asking you. What happened? I, I, I guarantee that movie gets canceled. Is, I'm almost is Fukushima does Fukushima play in this where somehow it released his <laughs> Godzilla uh, Godzilla I, Double. I, you know what? That's 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 a good that's a good question. I hadn't I mean I I didn't get that far. I was busy just trying to put this thing together and actually not even use Dumbo in my Dumbo movie. But you could have <laughs> done a you could have done a sex scene between Figment and Jumbo. 
No. I'm I feel, I feel pretty confident um, Figment could just crawl up in that's, there and do that's cartwheels. That's Disney, Tim. What are you talking about? Creepy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's good. May, may, maybe it's maybe it's one of those things where it's like a recessive trait, and in any uh, any any elephants that are born with that ability, um, the mother thinks of it because they're wild animals that something is wrong because it's got big ears and, and it eats kills it. it. That's 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 logical. That's dark. That's Disney dark. Well, but I don't think elephants do that. Are you a, a, an, ex, an expert in, in elephant husbandry? I'll tell Adam? you what. Elephants are an incredibly intelligent animal. Yeah, I don't. They're so intelligent. I, I don't think they would eat their young. I'd never heard of elephants doing. Their, their gestation period, it doesn't make sense. I know they it takes survive. like two years for them to yeah. have a baby. Their gestation period would be way too long for them to just, no matter what the defect is, they would die out if there was, if that was the case. I honestly don't feel that there was anything that happened to to, to spark that with, with Dumbo. I think, honestly, in my vision, if this is going to continue, it would just be just pure dumb luck that it actually happened for him. Um because I, I wouldn't want her to get captured and then poked and prodded and that be the cause of it. Well, that's how she got there. She got poked. But anyway. She got bit by a radioactive spider. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's, listen, guys, I appreciate you uh, putting in the thought process this week. I wanted to break it up a little bit because you guys were just coming back off of your trip and... Um, there really isn't a whole lot going on, and I wanted to uh, make you guys work on one of the busiest weeks of your guys' life. So let's just throw a little bit more on your plate. Well, I, see, I was I was successful in getting Star Wars in, in the show, so I honestly think Star Wars could benefit, and, and Disney could benefit from a live-action Star Wars. I agree, but uh, it better be just right. Just don't have the it Marvel be writers done right. on that. It has to be done right, and the budget would be astronomical. It, it, it wouldn't make it wouldn't make economical sense. It would rival viewership for Game of Thrones or anything like that. But Game of Thrones is has a Diddies. crazy budget, and there's of course only, it does. Game of Thrones is ridiculous. Game of Thrones is on HBO, and they're throwing money at it because it's their one hit right now. No, I, I not, agree. And it's not like sponsored TV where they have to sell commercials. HBO can do whatever the hell they want. Um, that's not a network television. But can you imagine? Can you imagine the, the sponsorship that would line up for a Star Wars TV show, a live-action TV show that would rival Game of Thrones? It would never be enough. It would. There's not enough money in a television budget. To make a Star right, Wars well, show. Well, let's. What about a five-day miniseries? What a five-show miniseries? Uh, yeah, if you if you started with an eight, an eight-show miniseries, you could you could translate that into a TV show. You gotta go. You gotta go ten you. shows, man. It's five days in a week. Look at V. V. If I don't know if anybody watched, I did. It. I, I was wa- pretty pissed yeah. off. Was, I mean, I watched the original. It, I enjoyed it. Marina Bacarin. The original I got on disc yet. Or but VHS. again, <laughs> that was sci-fi on TV has to be more soap opera-ish. Mm-hmm. That's why Star Trek did so well. Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. It wasn't necessarily about these massive battles and all that. It, it was mostly like, what's going on? 
So you want so, like character development, uh, something? It would that would be the only thing that it would work. Who's, and then you have, and then you're running into a Deep Space Nine issue. Yeah, who sleep? Who's banging who aboard? Yeah. Star Wars Deep Space. No. And then that doesn't work in the classic Jedi sense because they weren't banging anybody if they were a Jedi. They weren't allowed. Well, that's why this doesn't really focus too much on the Jedi. It focuses more on the Republic citizens that are, you know, the Kyber guards miners. of the space station. Yeah, Kyber. Well, that the they guard the they guard the Kyber mines. So you still have the Jedi experience in there, but it's not so much all about the Jedi. Who's going to want to watch a Star Wars show without without lightsabers? No, there will be lightsabers. I'm not. I'm just saying it'll be part of it. They're like they're like a subplot of this show. Do you know how angry people would be about that? Maybe there's like two idiots on the space uh, station it. that like to play with lightsabers. No, and they're like because, always I mean, sparring. Bzz, bzz, bzz. A lot of people, and I loved Rogue One. Loved Rogue One, but a lot of people's problem with Rogue One. Was that there was no lightsabers, there was no Jedi, there was none of the, the, the Star Wars movie was left out of it, they oh, said. I, I thought it was brilliant. I loved the movie, but a lot of people's prop, the average person's problem missed that in a Star Wars film. That was the main complaint. You know, part of me likes to pretend that guy who had that big Gatling gun thing, that it shoots little bitty lightsaber lasers. <laughs> because that was pretty that, badass. Way yeah, was going. And and I really think that the blind dude, homeboy, is really a Jedi. Oh, no doubt in my mind. And oh, no that, that, that staff he's got, there's a button on there, and when you push it, it's going to go... Well, on both ends, but because... A, but that's why this... That the placement... Balls. But the placement of the storyline was so important. Because if they tried it as a one-off, where you didn't have it as a connector movie between other movies, nobody would have watched it. Yeah, I agree. And they flawlessly did that. That's it. If, if you're just going to throw it out in the universe and create this where there's no automatic connection, the storyline could be amazing. It would get destroyed in the theaters. Because nobody, nobody would understand it. They, they, everybody kind of needs to be handheld a little bit now. Yep. Every movie has to be built so you can watch it mm-hmm. without having seen the one before. Exactly. So, uh, you know, as we say every week, there's there's been a nice selection of Magical Meltdown uh, posts this week. Uh, Sydney Wagespec, her and Brant are getting ready for their Disney trip. They shared their uh, their new selection of Magical Meltdown t-shirts, including the pirate cock, which looks really great on the shirt. I want that shirt. I'm going to buy that shirt before our Speaking of cock, uh, that'll be their honeymoon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> <laughs> staying in the poly. Yeah, it, it is the, It is going to be their honeymoon. That's fantastic. Okay, Brant, here's what you do. You nut in her eye. <laughs> and then you stomp on her foot. Take a picture quick. Sure, she's hobbling on one leg going, Arr! It's called giving her the dirty pirate. You give her the dirty fucking pirate. That's what you do. Well, but... Well, see, it's her honeymoon. I don't think he's going to be nutting in her hey, eye. Hey, listen, man. That's birth control, Tim. Birth control. Nut in her eye or nothing at all. Well, take advantage of this shower. Pixar didn't happen. 
He was all fascinated with the shower. We were, we were explaining to him because they're new DVC mm-hmm. members as well. Oh, the so the we two shower system at the poly. merits of the the three seashells. Um, poly, multi-person shower. Tell sir, I love the showers there. I love them. They have the they have the same uh, same size shower at the new Art of Animation. That thing is so nice. Rather than like trying to stand in the that, stupid like f- rounded bottom tubs. That seems to be like in uh, Copper yep. Creek now too has the same. I think they're I think they're doing more of the stand up showers, the more stand stall showers like that, rather than yeah. Well, you know, Polly has a, a tub yeah, and a yeah. stand up shower. They have two bathrooms. I think they're I the think Poly's they're gonna, studio. especially with the rooms where they can add that space to do that. But you see, yeah, you're gonna. The problem is with kids. I can't picture you just having stand up. I can't. There's I no, 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 no. You'll have to still have. I mean, now they're a little bit older. You'll I have can, to. But... You'll have to be able to have like the dual bathroom setup, like they do at the Poly. And I think you're gonna see more of that. Take out. I don't. I mean, do, does anyone here use the actual closet? No. I did. Yes, we we did last time. I hung up all the clothes. Oh yeah, last time yeah. we did. Yeah, we, there, there's yeah. some place to hang up clothes. I do. I, I for the most part I don't I don't recall using too much of it. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. I didn't see that. Wow, I just yeah, saw that. He sent me some messages, some private messages. He and I are working on a thing, which is ruined nice. now. So smash. No, well, no, nobody knows what we're talking about, but the five of us. No, he That's posted that to the. Well, he, well, he posted. Well, yeah, Where did he, he, did he post it in the group? group. Yeah, Simash just yeah. posted that to the group. Just now, yeah. There goes that. Holy shit, man. Well, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> He's excited, Mikey. You, you can't I know. blame him. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, guys. Um, are you are you making that available as a shirt? Eventually. I want that shirt. Uh, he also put everybody's face on some whiskey cubes. What? Shut up. But it didn't turn <laughs> out. It didn't turn out. Oh. Uh, no, okay. he has some. He had some cubes that you could engrave, and and I sent him, um, because I've also done artwork of our faces that's just single color, okay. which works for what he does. But they didn't turn out, so he uh, he he didn't. He's like, yeah, everything gets lost in the detail because some of the stuff is pretty detailed. So he he tried to do whiskey cubes because he was going to try to do glow cubes. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> With everybody's faces on them. That'd be funny. That's crazy. But he thinks he can he can do, like, you know, um, some of our podcast episode logos that I do and put one of those on each side of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. I wonder if he gets, like, that'd a bigger cool. cube, like uh, like a inch and a half wide on each side. I'm sure he was just using what he had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but... And anyway... Anyway, yeah, um, he, he did. A, we were talking about bottles and and uh, glass mugs and stuff like that. And he's like, "Yeah, send me your lokes. Send me that thing." Because when he saw it, he wanted to put it on something as soon as he saw it. That's all he wanted to do. <laughs> That's awesome. So he got back home. I think what like today. <laughs> he already did it. Or late last yep. night, and then promptly yeah. turned out a uh, a, a bottle, <laughs> I think, and and then a, a glass. Cool. So it's awesome. There it is. But there, there are a, there are a ton of great shirts over on the magical meltdown. Um, if you get them, share what share what you're wearing, share, you know, whether it's in the parks at home, 
doesn't matter. It, just lay them out. Show us what you're going to wear in the park. Show us your magical meltdown t-shirts. Uh, we'd love to see them. I know um, Mikey's working on some new designs, so check back regularly and make sure you buy them. Um, but speaking of three sheets swag, uh, Mikey has been Mikey's been feverishly uh, blasting our YouTube channel with some. Videos that are comical, but also informative. My wife is damned eloquent when she chases her whiskey with wine. <laughs> <laughs> so we we have been we're we're trying to to do more with the YouTube channel, and we want to see how many subscribers we can get. So Mikey is going to link our YouTube channel to the top of the page, and we want to we want to get as many subscribers as we can. So. I'm not sure what we're at now, no, Mikey. What are we at? We now? have a goal. We need to meet a goal of a hundred. Right. We want to get. We want to get up to a hundred. So, in order to entice you to head over to the YouTube channel, um, which Mikey's going to again pin to the top of the Facebook page because it's hard to find if you don't search for it, right? Uh, because we want to, we want to title it our own YouTube channel: Three Sheets Nation, Three Sheets the Mouse. So, when we get to hundred subscribers, everybody who is a subscriber. And we'll set um, once we get to 100. So if you're under that first 100, we are going to uh, give away two of our exclusive. And you will be the first outside of the five of us hosts to receive the three sheets to the mouse whiskey tumblers that we've we've posted on the on the group that we've drank out of uh, that Jason's drinking his beer out of right now. Hey Scott, let's just um, instead of stopping at a hundred, let's just go ahead and run it through the end of uh, August. Okay. Because I don't want someone who's a hundred and one not to subscribe because they're like, "Fuck, I didn't make it." You know, let's just when we're when when we're big enough and and our our wonderful listeners have uh, gotten all of their friends, and I mean all of your friends Fam- family to listen to <laughs> us family too and and we can uh, and, and and you know you can fund our um daytime television show we'll quit our regular job move Day to florida <laughs> um now in Put order the funding to and we're down <laughs> there are there are a couple of there are a couple of things you need to do in order to to make sure you're entered into this contest one go to our youtube channel and subscribe uh two Make sure your subscriptions are publicly shown because we can only see those that are publicly shown. Um, so make sure you uh, make sure you do that. But also, when you do, let us know. Email us at three sheets the mouse at gmail dot com. That's the number three, uh, three sheets the mouse at gmail dot com. Go over there, email us, let us know your subscription name if it's not your actual name, and we'll make sure you're entered in this contest. We're gonna, you know what? We're gonna run this through the end of September. So October, right before, right after Tim and Adam get back, we'll uh, we'll draw names as long as we get up over a hundred. And again, you'll be the first, and I'll I'll post these on the group. You'll be the first to receive these beautiful uh, three sheets of the mouse whiskey tumblers with our logo on it. So and and uh, the bottom of it is the seller. That's that's the deal killer, right? That's a deal maker right there. Because it says three sheets of the mouse on the bottom. No, the because uh... it. What else does it say on there? Because it says three. Yeah, it says three sheets of the mouse. That's the seller right there. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, that Walt guy. Yeah, that Walt guy too. Him too. And and his little pal Mickey. 
Yeah. I don't know <clears throat> who that is. You look like you're going to break ah, the glass. If I could have reached through that fucking lens and popped somebody in the head, I would have done it. I, I could just, I see the pressure going, and I'm like, if that shit shatters, I'm really fucking pissed. We're all getting Yeah. So anyways, the uh, glasses are awesome. They're just so awesome. I can't. And again, again, you will be the, you will have probably the most rare glass that you can find, and it's the best glass ever. It will hold so, beverages, and it will dispense them as well. So really, it's uh, it's great. It never breaks. Well, I mean, I guess it can break. What I mean is it, it doesn't. It never stops working. There's no That's moving true. parts except your That's arm. True. D- don't listen to me. Just drink, subscribe, <laughs> send an email, attach it. Mikey used all his brain cells for his presentation, so yeah. he shot. Yeah. So go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe there, uh, but also go over to Instagram, Twitter, follow us there. We'll post uh, we'll post links to this to this uh, giveaway as well at three sheets podcast on Instagram and Twitter. But if you really want to interact with us, head over to Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash three sheets there. That's where you can become part of the three sheets nation, share your in park pictures, share how you're getting drunk on Friday and Saturday night, because let me tell you something. That's all we do on Friday and Saturday nights. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't we nights. are keeping, we are, we are single handedly keeping, breweries and distilleries and vineyards in business <laughs> well as mikey said we're uh drinking podcasts with mm, a disney right. problem we yeah. are we started so, out a disney podcast with a drinking problem but now we've just embraced it yeah <laughs> we embraced it after episode <laughs> pretty much <laughs> i think after the first uh we had to re-record because we were all too yeah. faced I think the it. night of the of the naked chalupa. That's when it was done <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, the night of the naked chalupa. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was awesome for the rest of us because we didn't throw up the naked chalupa. <laughs> God, I had my headphones, my Bluetooth around. So you guys got to hear we, all we of heard you it. vomiting. Yeah. We heard it. <laughs> Fucking Mikey. <laughs> we didn't chum our bushes. Oh, I have no bushes. <laughs> But uh, but come hang out with us on the Facebook group. It's a, it's a lot of fun. We have Disney food, Disney parks, Disney booze. It's all there. Uh, so uh, so make sure you go over to facebook.com slash group slash three sheets and uh, and join the three sheets nation. So, uh, Adam, how was the Hamptons? It was a long, 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 long drive. They don't. Took, they don't. What? They don't call it Long Island for for any it, reason it. in particular. Oh, Considering I thought we were only going to Queens, it kind of fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> when I got the text, where, what the fuck? This is almost to the Hamptons, or this is at the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, well, I I kind of sensed a little bit of uh, animosity in that. Yeah, I thought we were just going to Queens. That's an hour and a half. This took us what oh. four hours to get there. With the traffic four hours, I mean, yeah. it's not a happy camper. No. Did they not give you the? But it was worth it, though. It was a fun, it was fun fine. event. Did you get yeah, the physical ooh. address or just a set of GPS coordinates? <laughs> no, Tim knew. <laughs> no, I got the physical address, but I didn't look it up until like a week before. And I'm like, oh shit, it's in Long Island. And then I didn't actually GPS it until like the night before. I'm like, oh, it's fuck. in the Hamptons. <laughs> hours away. It was a fun event. Was it uh, Ina Garten's like backyard barbecue? No. um... A childhood friend of mine who I've known her since I, we were like three years old. Our parents are friends, so she's more like a, a family member, more like a cousin. Her daughter had a kid, so um, is her granddaughter, and she was baptized. It was a baptism, 
and they've kind of adopted Adam and I as glampaws. <laughs> they call us glampaws. So um, it was it was a, a pretty it was cute. Nice, nice. Martha was there, right? Always. No, Martha was. Snoop there. was though. Snoop. Was all good. Snoop was. <laughs> <laughs> Bo shizzle. Um, Adam, give us some closing remarks. I actually don't have anything. I'm getting pretty stoned right now. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, by the way. The pills are like, yeah, the pills are Legally. like getting me a little spaced out. He so is, like he is Real Housewives of New York <laughs> deep. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting right now. Speaking kind of, of watching. Burris. But pink, uh, pink elephants on parade, baby. <laughs> Sorry about my audio. <laughs> oh, I figured out the issue. So I don't know what, what you're is. talking about, Adam. I have no idea what you're talking about. You can't be referencing anything because it's not there to reference. None of this ever happened. It's our it's, it's our Uncle Remus episode. It's our there you go. It's our <laughs> the long lost episode. <laughs> this is not the podcast you were looking for. <laughs> you do not need to see his identity, Jason. Hit me in the feels. Negative. No? No, I'm just happy no. Tim and Adam are back. We got a full show tonight. I had a good time. It was nice to see everybody. And um, First yeah, time in a month. While. So I, it would have been, uh, I was going to throw a fuck Scott for not joining us for dinner reference in there. But I'm not going to. <laughs> Glad you abstained. I did. Yeah. I did. Take the high road. Anyways, everybody out there, Again. have a fabulous week, weekend. I know most of you listen to this Friday into the Saturday, so have a great weekend. And, um, Mikey, going back to what you said last time, it made sense. Uh, I started with keeping it Disney. I'll go ahead, and uh, I need to keep that keep that true because it's something that's uh, dear to my heart. And um, keep it Disney out there to everybody. Tim. You got to finally enjoy the show as one of our loyal listeners last week. Oh yeah, and I, I kind of I, I texted you guys before, and I, I I was having a rough week last week. I mean, it was really work was really busy and, and horrible, um, and I got to see what the listeners have been telling us that what they we give to them, um, how we get them through the day, and. I was listening to the episode as an outsider because Adam and I weren't on last week's episode. And I, I saw what they're talking about. I mean, you guys got me through probably what was the worst day of my week last week. And it felt like I was still, you know, here sitting in my, my office listening, you know, talking to you guys. But I was just listening in. So I, I felt that um, connection that we give them. And I had this whole closing speech uh, ready to go um, as a joke. Because apparently the Lularoo bug has infected all the women of the three. You know what? <laughs> I, 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 failed, but, I failed to mention that. Tim, finish up. But in light of uh, recent events this week, I just wanted to take a moment to um, talk about a guy, um, a little guy named Marty Sklar, who we just lost this week. Um, and for those of you who don't know Marty Sklar, which I hope all of you do, um, he was Walter... Elias Disney's right-hand man. Um, he rose from the ranks um, through Disney where he started as Disneyland's kind of um, publicist. You know, he was hired to start a, uh, the Disneyland News, which was um, a, 
a publication that uh, highlight the news that was going on in the park right before it opened. And he rose all the way up and to be uh, vice chairman of Disney Imagineering. Um, and until he retired in 2009, he passed away um, this week on the 27th. So I just wanted to give a moment of silence and a little shout out to Marty Sklar, which without him, we wouldn't have most of what we enjoy today with Disney World and Disneyland and even the international parks. So three cheers to Marty Sklar. He was an amazing person. And, you know, the, the, the world's just a little bit darker for having lost one of, one of the greatest Imagineers, but, uh, He's he's instilled the spirit in, in the spirit of Disney in a number of Imagineers that have gone forward. So uh, I think the company has been greatly benefited by his uh, his legacy. Um, Mikey, there is something we need to talk to you about. There oh God, are going on another cruise. No, there <laughs> there are a number of women who decide it's a really good idea to drop lots and lots of money on bowling bowling alley and skating car, skating rink carpet from the nineties. I think they need a top to go with it. I mean, I I look, I'm sure you'd prefer them to be topless, but maybe they need a top mountain for nothing. (laughs) Maybe they need a top to go with it. So I'm going to task you to feed their need for LuLaRue leggings with a shirt to complement those. D. I'll, I'll see what I can work up. Because uh, it's 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 become an epidemic, and I'm kind of concerned for the women in our group. Nah, it's, you know what, though? It's showing their Disney side. It's how they want to keep it Disney. And I want to say, good on you, LuLaRue, LuLaRoe. I mean, whatever. I, you know, it looks like LuLaRoe. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But but I'm gonna say good on them for scoring that licensing option from Disney, mm-hmm. because it's uh, that's they're selling like crazy. I mean, apparently the way you work it is a a a, a consultant gets stock in and you buy it right from them. So it's not like you order it from the Lularoo place or whatever. Well, it's like yeah. Tupperware or like Avon. You can't, well, even, you know, you can't even buy you it in stores. You can only buy the stock they have on hand. It's a drug dealer. I mean, it's just like a drug dealer. Yeah, it's all it's, it is. Yeah. It is. That's, and, and, and you know what? If you can only buy what they have on hand, that creates a demand, and it makes you go find another person that maybe they have it, and then you get lured into this network of uh, leggings and shirts and tops and blouses sellers, and next thing you know, uh, you've got... 1500 groups on your Facebook page <laughs> that you follow and fucking all of them are uh titty bar carpet <laughs> without the stains or maybe with the stains yeah. depending on you know who I'm, you bought them from or who you're married to yeah <laughs> it's uh it's an interesting interesting <laughs> concept but you got you got to make something for them I'll look into it. Hey, Jason, we only have six more shows until we're in Disney. I know. I'm excited, man. More and more every day. Apparently, I got a few uh, things wrong, so (laughs) I was was corrected. (laughs) Whatever. Hey, Jason, while you're in Disney, Tim and Adam and I are going to do a live show. (laughs) 
and burn the house down. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna tear this mother apart. We're gonna just destroy. And then maybe it'll accidentally get uh, misplaced on the server. There Things happen. <laughs> Things happen. I will I will say, and I want I want to tease this uh, right now. While I'm in Disney at the various parks and 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 what have you that I that I go to, and I'm because I know not all all of our listeners are on our Facebook page because not everybody does Facebook, and I get that because it's drama and it's ex girlfriends and it's ex husbands and it's people that you didn't know you fathered a child with, but you might want to pay attention because I may or may not be doing some magical meltdown drops throughout the parks while we're down there you know dun, stickers dun, dun. pieces of and, and he doesn't mean leaving a present no on a no suit. no this is not <laughs> um I, I mean i mean maybe uh you know hiding some stickers hiding some uh some stuff here and there throughout the park so pay attention maybe you'll uh maybe you'll see where i take the picture of it and you can grab it so that's that's going to be in what six weeks six weeks could I let me throw this out there to all the listeners because it is a because we do have a lot more listeners that aren't on our Facebook page, and I got to thinking about that. And my favorite podcast that I listen to and have for years, I don't belong to their Facebook groups either. <laughs> so, so I you know it got me thinking maybe I should start looking and see what communities I'm missing out on. But I'm going to talk to the people that that we don't talk with on a daily basis. Um, come find Mikey and I. Look, I would love to meet and shake hands and get pictures with every single person that's out there that listens to the show. I would love that. So if you're in the yes. area, come and say hi. Come find us. You, Cop a field. You can't. And he's only going to charge you five dollars for only. Uh, it's depends. I, I um, my agent's looking into that. Depends on where we're signing. <laughs> no, fuck no, dude. You're not entrapping me in that comment. Eh, you got God. two hosts. You got two breasts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyways, I do wanna I do wanna meet all you guys out there. And um, and the following week, um, Tim and Adam are gonna head out there. Yeah. Yeah. We've so, already got plans a couple of listeners contacting us. Gonna go meet up with some, drinks, so. some fans out there then and uh, yeah, it's uh, great. And then Scott's going on a cruise. Scott's gonna go on a cruise. Yep. I'm gonna test out the waters. Eat a lot of food. And if we're lucky, Mrs. Hare will push him off the yeah. boat. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I'm a good swimmer, though. But are you Michael Phelps good? <laughs> yeah, can you beat a shark? <laughs> <laughs> I might can you beat, beat the shark. shark. No. Uh, but from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show a part of your Disney life. Thank you for, your, for this time. Until next time, so long for just a while. As mentioned by Tim, we lost a legendary Disney great. I want to give special thanks to A Magic Productions on YouTube. We use their audio, so I want to give them the props. And this is a perfect ending to our show. I hope you enjoy. Well, it all started for me about a month before Disneyland ever opened, when I walked onto Main Street for the first time. and. I was kind of flabbergasted, I think, to be in a place that was so well thought out and so magical. It, it already had this feeling of nostalgia of another period.
it astounded me that someone had thought this out. Right away you could see the scale, you could see how things related one to another, you could see that the castle was going to be the thing that drew you to the center of the park. It was all laid out as though you were looking at pages in a book. <laughs> and it hit me that way. I've probably been on that street thousands of times, but that first look when I walked onto that street a month before Disneyland opened, June of 55, that was when it all started for me because I understood that this was a different world and a whole different approach to entertainment and that somebody had a magic wand that they were waving to make it happen. Like a boat out of the blue, fate steps in and sees you through.